the unknown. Mystery. Space. Have fun. Adventure. Suspense. Fantasy. Nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror. Welcome to journey number 175 of the Journey Into podcast, featuring the Demon Tree, as presented by Dark Fantasy. I am your guide on this journey, Marshall Latham, coming to you from base camp in the Treasure Valley. It's great to have you back here for another old-time radio journey. (laughs) Last time we got together here, we heard from... uh, Jimmy Stewart and the Six Shooter. And uh, I've heard some feedback that uh, people like that one. And so that might be a recurring radio show that we come back to every now and again. So hopefully you're looking forward to more of those episodes. But I, I do want to get other things in here. If you didn't catch it on the Patreon or any of the social media outlets, I did join the uh, Old Time Radio Essentials crew on one of their episodes, and I actually got to choose the episode, so I chose an episode of Mark Trail, which uh, was in the poll uh, last time around, where the the six-shooter was the winner of that poll, and I enjoyed the six-shooter, and uh, but I also kind of enjoyed Mark Trail, so I wanted to bring that over to Old Time Radio Essentials, and so uh, I was able to join their podcast and that was a lot of fun. It, it's kind of a different way that they do it than what I do here. But uh, it was fun to just jump in and, and spend some time with those guys and, and introduce them to something that they hadn't heard before. I'll leave links over to there again in the in the show notes for this episode, just, just in case you missed it before. And I've been listening to another old-time radio podcast recently that I learned about from the old-time radio essentials guys. And it's called the Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society. And Pete Lutz, who runs the Old Time Radio Essentials, I think built his podcast kind of around what these guys do on the Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society. Uh, They focus more on suspense, horror, thriller, those kind of radio shows. And I'm stealing from them this, this time around because I listened to one of their episodes where they played the demon tree. This this was back several years ago, or a few years ago at least. So it's not something that they just did. But as I was listening to this story of the demon tree, and then I heard their discussion of it, I I really wanted to play it here and see what you guys think of it. So uh, that's why I'm bringing it here to you today. Uh, Dark Fantasy ran for about a season, I guess. There, There were, I think they said 31 episodes of Dark Fantasy that ran around 1941-1942 and I, I you know I've I've seen dark fantasy as as I've surfed around the internet looking for old time radio shows 
and I've, I think I've listened to a few of the dark fantasy episodes, you know, looking for shows over the years, but I've never picked one. This is, I think this is the first time I've ever run a dark fantasy. So yeah, let me fire up the old Wamp or Dime temporal radio tuner here. And why don't you come with me and let's journey into the English countryside. What do you think you're doing? We've been walking a long ways and I was hungry and... Did you say something? She was hungry. She was hungry! Well, how would you like to have someone come along and pick something off of you? Oh, dear. I keep forgetting I'm not in Kansas. Welcome back to my channel. If you guys are new here, my name is Kelsey Davies. I am here with Chris Starr, as well as Chris with Paranormal Descendants. And we are here at the Devil's Tree, which is one of the most haunted places in New Jersey. This is insane. The story of this tree is so terrifying. Are you, are you coming to the tree? They strung up a man, they say who murdered three. Strange things that happen here, no stranger would it be if we met. At midnight in the hanging tree Are you, are you Once inside the murky glen Ichabod's anxiety increased it An hundredfold For now the forest seemed to close in behind him Every small detail of Brahms' awful story Returned to haunt his recollection pounds on the jack of diamonds. You should tear your money up, Humphreys. It would last you longer. <laughs> Perhaps you're right, Crane. But this way I get a sense of honest toil. I say, isn't anyone else betting? Oh, let's quit. I'm tired of losing. Oh, look here, old girl. Could I loan you a few pounds? No, thank you, Crane. <laughs> I, I have enough to get me back to London. If we ever do get back. Now, why do you say that, Clara? It's only a matter of a stage getting through here to the resort and taking us out of this beastly place. Beastly place is right. 
why people come here for a rest is more than I can determine. Honestly, I've never spent such an uncomfortable week in all my life. Well, think of me. I've been here three. So have you, Humphreys. Mm. Oh, well, look here, you two. It's three o'clock. Well, they're expecting the stage around eight tonight. Uh, what do you say the three of us go for a bit of a walk through the forest? I say, why not? Oh, here comes Danvers. Perhaps he'll join us. Anything to get away from this place. Uh, good afternoon, Danvers. Uh, greetings, good people. I take it you're no happier than when I left you a while ago. Oh, the place is as gloomy as a morgue. We've just agreed to take a walk in the forest back of the inn. You're invited to come along if you like. Sounds like a good enough way to pass the time. Oh, good. And we all go together. Besides, I'm quite interested in that forest out there. You remember, of course, the story the night clerk told us last evening. Yes, I don't like him. He talks through his nose. People should talk through their mouths. No, no, no. I mean, what he told us about the forest. What about the forest? I didn't hear it, Humphreys. Well, the clerk said it was a gorgeous place. Lots of beautiful foliage, vivid colors, clear water lakes. But nobody goes there. It's so beautiful. That's I... just it, Clara. You see, people have gone there and never come back. What? Rubbish. A lot of nonsense. Why, the clerk is just superstitious, that's all. I am inclined to agree with you, Danvers. Why, he even told us an absurd story about... about a tree out there in that forest that's supposed to strangle people. <laughs> strangle them? How? Oh, I don't know. With its branches, I suppose. Just some absurd legend the people around here like to believe. I believe it's more than just a legend, Crane. Eh? And what makes you say that, old man? Uh, here. I talked to the clerk again later last night. He dug out this old newspaper clipping for me. Read it, Danvers. Aloud. Mm -hmm. Old is right. Almost illegible. Well, read it. It says... London, England, April 21st, 1857. It is reported that Sir Horace Wakefield, Earl of Dorsha, was found strangled last night in Barlow Forest. His body was discovered entangled in the branches of a huge oak tree. Oh. Go on. Read the rest of it. Earl's death recalls to mind the weird tale of the witch of Barlow Forest, who is said to have lived in the 16th century. An evil old hag who, upon having a falling out with Sir Thomas Holly Wakefield, cursed him and warned him that any of his descendants who entered Barlow Forest would surely perish. Mm, charming old girl, wasn't she? No, no, no. Don't scoff until you've heard the rest of it. Go on, Danvers. She also added that any person or persons with the Wakefield descendant would also die. She is said to have planted an acorn smeared with her own blood. The acorn is supposed to have grown into a towering oak capable of moving about from place to place in Barlow Forest. Sir Horace is the sixth of the Wakefield line to have perished by strangulation in the forest. Thomas Hurley Wakefield. I wonder. Hmm? You wonder what, Cray? Um... My mother's name was Wakefield. I was just wondering if she was related to Sir Thomas. Oh, of course not, Crane. It's just a story. But uh, an extraordinary story, wouldn't you say? Well, yes. Wouldn't do very well as a bedtime story, would it? A demon tree. 
I wonder if we could find it. Well, let's have a try, shall we? I'm game. Don't let anybody say I'm not. Then let's go. Oh, Humphrey's going along. I say, Humphreys, are you daydreaming? Hmm? Oh, oh. No, I was just thinking. Wouldn't it be odd if the whole thing were true? If we all went in there and didn't come back. Gentlemen, see any way we can get into that forest? It's as dense as Father Time's beard. Doesn't seem to be an opening anywhere. I think we can get in over here. Oh, all right. Coming, Danvers. There seems to be a footpath over here. Only one along this line of the forest. There, see? Oh, yes, you're right. Uh, come on, I'll lead. Uh, we'd better remember the way back. It'd be hard to get out of here if we didn't know where this opening is. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll remember it. I'm good at landmarks. Go ahead, Clara. I'm right behind you. I say, do any of you feel that? Feel what, Danvers? The chill. I feel like... like it's 20 degrees colder in this place. I feel that way, too. So do I. It's naturally cooler in the woods where the sun doesn't shine. But not this much cooler. I don't like this place. I'm for going back to the inn. Oh, let's get on ahead a little ways. I say, it is pretty in here. Pretty or not, it gives me the creeps. It isn't the kind of cold caused by climatic changes. What was that, Andrew? I said, it's a different kind of cold. It's the kind that creeps up your spine when some... some evil comes over you. Oh, now, Danvers. We're just letting that newspaper story play on your mind. Wait a minute, sir. Look! That tree there in front of us. It looks like a human giant. Jove! You're right, Danvers. I could swear it moved just a moment ago. It did move. I saw it too. That's the strangest looking tree I ever saw. Look at that bark. I wonder if... Clem! What's wrong, man? I... I just... Touched the bark of that tree and it it didn't feel like bark at all. What? No, it felt like like human skin. Oh. Yeah, let me feel it. By heaven, it's true. It does feel like skin, warm and smooth and soft. Yes. Use that way to me, too. Here. Humphreys, you touch it. No, thanks. Go ahead, Humphreys. Feel it. I have no desire to. You see, I'm sure you're right. What's that? I feel that... that this is the demon tree of Barlow Forest. Humphreys. I, I think we've seen enough of this place, haven't we? Let's get back to the end. Yes, let's. All right. Come on. I say, wait a minute. 
Have you noticed how dark it is? All of a sudden. The sun's behind a cloud, probably. It's impossible to see the sky through this foliage. It is darker. I can hardly see where I'm walking. Are you quite sure this is the right way? I don't remember this clearing. I don't either. Wait a minute. By heaven, this isn't the way. It must be. We're on the path, aren't we? No. No, I don't think we are. It's so dark. Do any of you have a flash? I certainly don't remember this clearing. I think... <gasps> what was that? What was what, Crane? Uh, you... You'll think this is foolish, but... I swear I felt the branch of a tree brush across my face and shoulder. That's... That's impossible. There's not a tree within 50 feet of it. But I felt it, I tell you. It rustled like a branch covered with leaves, and yet it, it felt warm and soft, like human flesh. Crane, are you sure? Yes. Look, we're lost here. It's dark, dark as night, right in the middle of the afternoon. And we've lost the path in that tree. Easy, Crane. Keep your head, man. I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to stay here and be murdered. Crane! Stay with us. No, no. I'm going to find the path and get out of here. Crane, stay here. We'll find a way back. I don't want to stay here and die. I want to get away from this place. Crane, don't be a fool. Crane! Now he is in for it. We're better off by staying together. I don't know whether we are or not. Listen! It's Crane. Sounds like he's strangling. Come on. Oh, we couldn't have gotten far. Right over here, I think. Well, take it easy now. Be careful. <gasps> oh, there he is. Yes. Stretched out on the ground. Like... Like he was dead. Look. Look at him. Oh. Marks on his throat. Like hands would make. That wasn't done by hands. See? Stains on his skin. Green stain. Thomas Wakefield Crane. Oh, what a horrible way for him to die. Clara, a tree. This is where we first saw it. Now it's gone. Humphrey, you're right. This is where it was. I'm sure of it. Then what's happened to it? The important question is, what are we going to do with Crane? We'll have to leave him here until we can find a way out of this place. Oh, poor Crane. It, it happened so quickly. One minute he was with us and the next... We warned him not to leave us. Now the three of us had better stay close together. Oh, yes, for heaven's sakes, let's not get separated. And do come on. There's nothing we can do for Crane now. We've got to find our way out of here. It just doesn't seem right. Leaving him there. It's all we can do. Come on. Thomas. Oh, 
How do we know which way to go? We don't. All we can do is keep moving and hope to find the path again. Oh, it's horrible. Wandering about like this, like... like nothing but a group of marionettes. Controlled by what strange puppeteer? What? What's that, Humphreys? I said... controlled by what strange puppeteer? Humphreys, surely you don't think we've been purposely led into this? Who can say? Oh, now, Humphreys. Crane went off the deep end. We've got to keep our heads. We found a way in. Surely we'll find a way out. Yes. Yes, we did find a way in. But what about the chill? The darkness? There's some explanation. Perhaps a storm is coming up. Yes. That could be it. Couldn't it? Storms don't rise that quickly in this part of the country. And the darkness. It came down on this forest. Like a shroud. Yes. Came so quickly. Hmm. Reminded me of how a corpse must feel in his coffin when the lid is put over him. Look here, Humphreys. I'm about fed up with that sort of talk. Only a fool refuses to face the facts, Danvers. You know this isn't any ordinary situation we're in. The chill of winter and the summertime. Darkness in mid-afternoon. And a tree that strangles. It was probably just an, an accident, Crane's death. Why don't you stop trying to tell yourself that the tree was only an imaginary thing? We all know that it's real. Humphreys. And as alive as any of us. The bark did feel like human flesh. Danvers. Humphreys, look. What? What is it? A glow of light there ahead of us. It's the tree. There. Now, what do you think, Danvers? Look. It's the tree moving along in a glow of phosphorescent light. Good heavens. It's the same tree. It looks like a human giant. It was nowhere near here. It was back there. You two see what the tree is carrying? It's carrying Crane. It's got him tucked up under that huge branch that looks like a human arm. Oh. It's fading now. Disappearing again. Fading away. Yes. Gone. He's gone. Now do you believe, Danvers? Now do you admit that the tree is alive? What else can I believe? I don't know. Danvers, look out! He's fallen into a water pit. Oh. Help, Humphrey! It's quick, Humphrey, he's sinking. Help! I'm into my race. Get me out of here. Stand still, Danvers. You just sink deeper. Quick, help me out of here. Get something I can get out to. Here, Danvers. Danvers, grab the end of that pole. He'll let you help, Humphrey. Grab it, Danvers. Grab it. The pole, Danvers. Grab the end. you are. I can't. That tree branch. It's fading me. Good Lord. Listen, Clara. A tree branch. But we can't see it. I can't get near the pole. The branch keeps fading me back. Humphreys, do something. He's up to his shoulders now. I can't. 
I can't make it. I can't help. Take me. Take me. You go under the quicksand and strangle. Danvers, there's nothing I can do. That tree. The demon tree. There's no escaping from it. Clara, stop it. It is the curse. We're helpless. There's nothing we can do to save ourselves. Clara, stop it. Oh, prison. Now, we can't give up. We've got to find a way out of this place. Follow me. Be careful where you step. Whatever happens, keep your head, Clara, for heaven's sake. Remember the landmarks. Oh, thank God for the light. Come on, Clara. Out of this place. There's nothing we can do for Danvers or Crane now. feel as I do. I thought we'd be safe back here in the hotel. I don't know how to describe it, but I have a feeling that this whole business isn't over yet. I know. I've had the same feeling. A feeling that we're not finished with the demon tree. Or that it's not finished with us. Yes, exactly. Have a drink, Clara. Heaven knows we need one. Yes, I certainly do. What's worrying me is how we're going to explain what happened to Craig and Danvers. Yeah, wait a minute. I'll get the light. There. <gasps> Humphrey, on the bed there. Good Lord. The branch of a tree about two feet long. Humphrey, don't touch it. Look at it. Look at it. A fresh living branch. Put it down. Oh, Humphreys, I'm getting out of here. Where are you going? Down to the lobby and wait for the stage. Oh, hold on, I'll go with you. Wait, Clara. Wait, it's three flights down. Let's take the elevator. All right. We can get the thing up here. It's automatic. Just push the button, it'll come up. Humphreys, look. Someone left the steel gate open. I say, that's dangerous. It certainly is. <gasps> Humphreys, that branch is pushing Drop it! Humphreys! Ah! 
Clara. Clara. That branch. It pushed her down the shaft. It's after me. Get away. Get away. Help me. Help me, somebody. The tree. The demon tree. It's talking me. descendant of Sir Thomas Hurley Wakefield, who enters Barlow Forest, is doomed to die. And all who enter the forest with him are likewise doomed. just heard The Demon Tree, an original tale of dark fantasy by Scott Bishop. Tonight's cast included Eleanor Naylor Corrin as Clara, Ben Morris, who was Humphreys, Garland Moss took the part of Danvers, and Murillo Schofield was heard as Crane. Next Friday night at this time, the National Broadcasting Company will bring you another unusual and fantastic adventure thriller Men Call Me Mad, the story of another world and the people who inhabit it, an exciting and weird tale of dark fantasy created by Scott Bishop. Dark fantasy originates in the studios of station WKY, Oklahoma City. <laughs> so there you have it. That was The Demon Tree as presented by Dark Fantasy. And I'm really interested to know what your feelings are, what you thought of this episode. I'd really like to get everybody's feedback on this. And I, yeah, I'm sorry, I, I don't take comments on the blog anymore because of all the spam that I get, but you can send a, an email to journeyintopodcast at gmail.com. You can make a comment on Twitter or Facebook, or the Patreon page, which is at uh, patreon.com slash journeyinto. And then on Facebook and Twitter, I'm just under Journey Into. I think you'd be able to find it pretty easy. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to hear your feedback on this one. What did you think? Was this scary to you? It, you know, it's, as I listened to this episode, and they were in the forest, and this they came upon the tree, and it was warm and felt like human skin... And, you know, then it started to come after the guy that, that was, you know, the, that had the heritage that this tree was against. Um, and then it started going after everybody else. I really thought it was spooky and scary, you know, being in a dark forest, being in the, at night, especially in the dark and not getting lost and not knowing where you are. That's scary enough. But if you have a tree 
that is coming after you and you really don't have any defense, you know, against the, this tree. I did think it got a little far-fetched as the couple got out of the forest and back to the hotel, but the tree was still coming after them. And how did the branch get in their room? You know, that kind of stuff I thought was going a little bit too far. But when they were in the forest, I, I thought it was kind of spooky and scary. And as I was listening to the guys over at the uh, Mysterious Old Radio Listening Society, essentially they, they came up with that it wasn't scary. They, because I guess this episode uh, has a reputation for being one of the most scariest old-time radio stories out there. And I kind of got that vibe. I was kind of, you know, not that I was, I was scared, but I got, I got into it. I got into the feeling of, yeah, if I was there, if I was being chased by this demon tree that could walk around and come after me, that's pretty scary. And, uh, but they pretty much said, no, it wasn't that scary. (laughs) And they made a lot of fun of it. And I laughed at the things that they made fun of because they're right in, in the things that they're saying. But I really do think it, it accomplished that scary scariness, at least while they were in the forest. You know, I thought that was kind of a neat curse that, that a witch, you know, placed a curse on, on an entire family uh, and that it lasted for generations and things like that. And so as soon as the guy said, oh, I think my mother went by, what was the name? I can't remember what the name was. But anyway, that was his mother's maiden name. I'm like, well, well he's dead. <laughs> he's not going to last. Um, but I guess I didn't expect that it would come after everybody else. And, uh, and, we, and we didn't know that either until the very end when it, it, I guess, finished the prophecy that anybody who went with him would also be killed. But that's kind of a neat setup and mostly a good payoff. Except for, except for like I said, at the very end when the, the tree pushes her down an elevator shaft, <laughs> things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to know, as you listen to it, were you scared? Or at least, could you appreciate that at the very least, could you see, you know, why this would be scary? If Picture listening to it in the dark, because I think this played late at night, on the radio. You don't have a television showing you what's going on. You're just listening and hearing these people in the forest. And what they're what they're coming up against, and thinking about a tree that has human skin and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty effective myself. I don't know if I'd call it the scariest episode of old time radio that I've ever listened to. I, I can't, and I can't even really tell you what that might be. But yeah, I, I thought it was effectively scary and spooky, especially given the premise. And uh, yeah, what did you think of it? Let me know. I'd really be interested to know. I've never found like uh, the first thing I think of when I think of a, an evil tree is a poltergeist, you know, the, the, the original poltergeist from 1982, you know, that that kid looks out the window and the shadows of this tree and how it plays and scratches the house and things like that. And then eventually, you know, when the poltergeists are attacking, this tree grabs him and pulls him outside I don't know if that was the scare. I think the clown was a lot scarier than that in Poltergeist and just the whole thing, everything going on in general. But I don't know if I've ever been scared by trees. But if I was going, walking through the forest at night, or I really like that scene from uh, the Disney Ichabod Crane, where he's going through 
the forest at night with his horse and how scared he is and he hears all the noises and sees all the things. You know, I could get spooked out by doing that, you know, especially as a kid, you know, thinking about those kinds of things. So I don't know. Again, I'd, I'd like to hear what you guys think about that. Uh, is there anything else specific about this episode? No, you know, that's one of the things, you know, being on the old time radio essentials and then listening to this, the mysterious old time radio listening society or whatever. I mean, they really go into detail about, you know, what they liked and, and all the details and who's in it and the actors and, and man, I, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm really uh, lightweight when it comes to my, uh, old time radio analysis. Um, you know, these guys go into a lot more depth into it. I just kind of play things that I think you'll like and things that I like and, uh, just present it to you. And, and I have some thoughts here and there, but, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I need to up my game when I talk about old-time radio. But anyway, yeah, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, we'll be back for more journeys. I think the next time we get together, I'll have I'll be able to present the first place winner in the last contest that we did, uh, the Journey into Journey contest. So i uh, look forward to that, and I'll probably put on another poll for uh, the next Old Time Radio show as well. And, uh, yeah, until next time, stay safe out there, and journey on! The Journey Into Podcast is produced under Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license, which means that you are encouraged to share this podcast with as many people as you would like. Uh, But please don't change it or sell it and let people know where you got it from.